Hey guys, uh, this is Steve Baker, the pragmatic constitutionalist. Uh, if I struggle with my voice this morning, it's because I haven't slept yet. Well, I, I slept a little bit. I got a couple hours sleep. What about you, Scott? Uh, I probably got better sleep than you did in my new did house. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm probably a little more alert than you are. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. A- I'm Scott Lobb, the, uh, the lesser <laughs> part of this dynamic duo. No, not lesser. He's the one that, that knows exactly how everything works as just uh, he proved himself worthy once again, uh, trying to get us our audio, audio up, which was not working a few minutes ago. <laughs> and I'm not sure what he did because it was kind of magic that it came back on because I don't think either one of us hit a button of any kind. But um, yeah, so so I'm I'm a little bit uh, I'm a little bit punch uh, punchy this morning because I uh, I was up writing in the middle of the night and that's what happens when I make the mistake of waking up at you know three o'clock and rolling over and checking my phone because when I check my phone I just like to see if you know I've got a message or somebody called or whatever and then you know I do the absolute worst thing I could ever do is then click on my messages and it's over at that point as soon as that's when you went, thought you were you were out they sucked yeah. you back oh, in right. No, it, I'm back in. Yeah. So I, I gave, so I stopped writing and reading about six 30 and tried to go back to sleep and it wasn't happening. So here I am. I'm sorry. I woke up at four fifty and did the same thing. And then somehow find a, about six o'clock I, I didn't go back to sleep. So ah, damn you. Well, Hey, Hey, we'll stop talking about uh, sleeping patterns. Let's talk about um, get to the business at hand. How is, yeah. how is our social media situation? I wanted you to speak on that. Oh man. Uh, right now. I, I did. I literally spent half of yesterday in in a cyber war. No, it was a cyber war with face. Uh, no, it was. It was a cyber war with Facebook um, AI bots. Um, it, even when I I had two things going. I, I mean, I had a, I had an email exchange going with one set of support people. <laughs> uh, it, you know, and his name is Rauf. Uh, on, that's his that's his bot name r a u f and he had been turned over to me from somebody else a, a previous bot by the name of a i n i don't know i don't know so a i n turned me over to r a u f total bots i mean th- these are these these do not answer with anything but forms that i have seen for years you know they they modify the forms as they go but they're and and the, it's amazing they they provide um, links for you to mitigate whatever your problem is or to challenge uh, you know uh, restrictions or to appeal uh, rejections or you know all these and and the links that they send you don't even work they, yeah. they they don't they don't even take you where they claim that they're taking you and you and you are reaching out to Facebook because erroneously about what ten days ago we we had our ad account shut down uh, a few days two three days after the election. We just got an email that said, "Hey, the ad account shut down. We we, we hadn't advertised really. Um, don't know why this happened. And so for the past nine ten days, you've been this ongoing daily yeah. interaction with Facebook, trying to get it remedied. Right, every single day. So finally, I'm just digging deep, 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 deep. Um, while I had this email exchange going with a couple of different of their bots, then I um. I got into an actual live chat. Now, ostensibly it's a live chat, but, and it was so good that I actually started thinking that it was human. So I started asking it if it was human and it would not, I mean, it, it, it answered everything else that I asked it, but every time I asked it, if it was human or not, it would not re- even respond to me. <laughs> Get out respond. Yeah, so it, the the program obviously doesn't even allow that question to be responded to, but I will tell you, it was good. Uh, nothing, nothing worked. That they completely told me and denied my um, my appeal. The only thing that they did was sent me more. They actually emailed me more links um, for an additional appeal process. And when you go to those links, it just takes me right back into the, um, the feedback loop that I, I began. And it, it, does, it doesn't accomplish anything. But they, uh, say, they say you're cleared. They say that it's been resolved. I, they, I've sent them the screenshot. Yeah. I've sent them the screenshot of them actually saying to me that, no, we were not in the after review. I'm assuming a human review. I don't know. Um, after review, they had determined that we were not in violation of their 
their policies and that my ad account had been restored. But right at the top of the page, uh, when you go in as an admin, it says this page cannot advertise. It's in big, you know, big bold red, you know, block at the top of the page when you go in on the admin side. And so, um, and, and sure enough, you can't. I mean, there, there's, they've taken away uh, all my buttons to boost a post and that sort of thing, which is, which is really, you know, not coming at a great time. <laughs> Just to be honest, no, it's with coming you. at the worst time, and yeah, the, road, uh, the road trip's coming up. And 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 part of the the other reason for reaching out is because obviously we've been throttled. We've been throttled. Yep, yep. We've had a whole series of throttlings over the past up until today. Really, really today, maybe yeah, yesterday, yeah. the previous eight nine days, we were throttled uh, to a mere fraction of what we had been six twelve months ago and before. And so, uh, very frustrating, very frustrating. The numbers today and yesterday look much, look better. Um, we're, we're, yeah. We're, when I woke up, yeah. When I woke up this morning, uh, three and made the mistake of, you know, checking the post that I had made last night or yesterday about the, um, uh, what was that? Oh, the press conference, the Giuliani yeah, yeah, uh, press conference. Yeah. Out. Hours. When I when I checked the analytics on that, the numbers were back up again, and you know, uh, my first thought was, okay, well, everybody's still engaged, and maybe they just all came running back to see what I had to say about that press conference. But it, but but they were they were back in big numbers, and then um, when I uh, got really snarky at three four o'clock this morning and fired off a, a post about the Danish mask study, um, then sure enough, the numbers are back up again. Now, I don't know if that's a product of me having uh, cyber warfare, you know, with AI bots yesterday, and they kind of showed me somebody, some, you know, computer program gave me a little bit of mercy and lifted one of our double secret throttling that we've been under for the last uh, few weeks. But uh, anyway, the numbers did pop back up just overnight. No, that's good. That's good. Well, let's let's jump into the road trip. Uh, this ah. crazy zany idea that you came up with not long ago when you were we were bantering about it, about it, and uh, you let the you let it out of the cage and uh, made the announcement. And people seem to be really <laughs> pretty pumped about it, especially after you you changed the the map and started including. Yeah. Right, right. No, it's, it's, uh, it, it blew me away. Well, I mean, let's just go back for a second and talk about how um, badly that we've been throttled. It is, it is a fraction. I mean, we're talking about a microscopic fraction of, the, of our followers even know about this road trip right now. They don't even know about it because they haven't seen it because Facebook won't let them see it. Uh, so unless they've already joined us over on MeWe or Parler or, or you know, heard us talking about it here or you know, a podcast or on, on YouTube, they don't even know it's, it's happening. And, and despite that, um, uh, fractional exposure of my intentions to get out on the road and go see everybody, uh, at least in, you know, a couple of different regions of the country, uh, next month, um, uh, the response has been crazy, man. And, and, in, and, and, and in particular cities, uh, it's been overwhelming, uh, how many people, you know, I, I mean, I, I never knew we had this many people in Ohio that, you know, gave a rat's ass about what I have to say. I mean, it's, it's amazing, uh, you know, and, I, and that's, a, that's a, for me, you know, Ohio was always drive through country. Anyway, we called it the, when I was touring with bands, we, we always called it the planet Ohio when we got there. No disrespect to you Ohioans, but no, uh, no, no, no. It, but I think, I think, there. yeah, I think it's been, it's been exciting, really the overwhelming yeah wants to see from everywhere. Hey, if you're driving through, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take you out to dinner or have a cigar or have a drink. Um, you know, some people offering up their, their personal space. Some yeah. people saying, Hey, there's a great venue that we could go to. Uh, it's, it's been overwhelming. And I know Other. they spent the better part of the last day and a half trying to collate and put a spreadsheet together. Right. Of, of yeah, this I, master I, I, trip. I've done, it's taken me uh, uh, over 12 hours worth of work right now to get all of this collated. Uh, that's just 12 hours of, of plucking out the details, uh, you know, getting people to send us their, their email address and um, 
uh, and then hosts that are, you know, people that are wanting to host a meeting. And then there's uh, those that uh, maybe they can't host one in their home or they're, you know, or they don't own a, a venue or, or a restaurant that are, that are wanting to sponsor it in some way and, and are going to go out there and find us, you know, a, a venue. So they're taking, they're taking on the, the project of doing that, which is, you know, kind of a daunting task right now in the middle of, uh, you know, global pandemic when governor, yeah. Especially if governors are asking you to wear a mask in your own dang house. Yeah. yeah. Telling you that, you know, the coronavirus really comes out at 10, 10 PM, you know, that's 9.59 you're safe. 10.01 you're screwed. It's like, it is, it's like a ghost because between 10 PM and 5 AM it's at, it's at its most deadly and you know, uh, it's most, most lethal uh, form is uh, in the middle of the night. So it, it is, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a ghostly disease. It is. So, so when is, when is the trip going to take off? When are you pushing off uh, to start yeah, this road trip? I am, I'm going to leave Raleigh on uh, the day after Thanksgiving. So uh, a week from today. Yeah. A week from today, I'm, I'm going to hit the road. Now I'm, I'm not anticipating having our first meeting until three or four days after that. I'm actually heading down to Tampa to visit my daughter. Uh, and then going from, uh, from there, we'll be in that area in the, you know, the central Florida area. I anticipate at least a couple of uh, meetups while we're down there. Right. And I've uh, got some people that are really excited about putting that together. And I'm, I'm about to cut them loose on that idea. There's even a, um, there's even a libertarian party um, uh, chapter down in one of the counties, right, right there next to um, uh, Tampa Bay area that is considering having me come and speak at their meeting and that's popped up uh, several uh, several places around the country and which is kind of surprising considering that you know after we changed the name from the pragmatic libertarian to the pragmatic constitutionalist i became persona non grata in some of those um sure. uh, circles you know sure but uh, but uh, you know that your your message still resonates though it does and uh no. message of liberty still resonates even though you may not identify with a given party per se yeah, no, the, 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 the message hasn't changed uh, one iota. I mean, if anything, I'm, if anything, this, uh, last few months have strengthened my, uh, <laughs> my resolve. libertarian, uh, libertarian resolve, uh, yeah. in terms of, you know, uh, issuing and getting rid of, uh, government, uh, you know, I would, I would even venture to say that it's, you know, brought out a lot of my inner anarchist in the process. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little fine line there, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anarchism and libertarianism. Yeah, I understand. So, so probably early December, December one, December two is about the time you're going to start engaging with uh, yeah. TPC followers in Florida. And yeah. then from there, you're going to make your way up and go yeah. across the panhandle. And you're going to hit the panhandle, uh, Pensacola, Mobile area. Uh, there is a um, significant um, bunch of people uh, from Northwest Louisiana all the way into Dallas and Fort Worth, and even in between another another LP meeting right smack dab in the between uh, in the middle of uh, the road between our highway. Uh, what is that? Interstate 20 between uh, Shreveport and Dallas that is wanting to meet. Uh, another uh, LP chapter there, and then uh, up to Oklahoma City and Tulsa, and um, then there's a another batch of people just kind of popped out of nowhere in, in uh, Kansas City, so they're wanting to you know take me out for barbecue, and I'm like heck yeah, let's do it. Uh, beer, bourbon, and barbecue in Kansas City sounds like a a, a dream trip to me, and then uh, the next uh, stop probably will be um, uh, Minneapolis and the, uh, uh, you know, the border area there with, with Wisconsin. Okay. And, yeah. So, and, and a lot of, a, a lot of these are, are, I mean, when I say a lot, none of them are actually hard on the calendar yet, but we've got sponsors, hosts, or people, you know, that are, that are looking for places in almost every city now that we're. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. The most recent map came out yesterday, I think. Was it yesterday or the day before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you guys can check that out and see where, where things are. And, you know, uh, are you, are we going to post meetup times or are you just going to do that directly with people? Uh, that have yeah, we, how are we going to do that? 
we're gonna we're gonna post them. Uh, we're gonna we're going to announce them on all the, the social okay. media platforms, uh, and and I'm probably gonna build an event page for each one. So each one we get you know solidified in every town. Uh, you know the only the only the only reason that we would bypass the public social media announcement uh, process is if we're in meeting in a city or a state that's under severe lockdown and we're doing it, you know, uh, secretly like you and I used to do, uh, back in our, yeah, younger yeah. Days. yeah. actually, you actually, you're doing, you're leaving in a few days yourself. You're going to Kurdistan. Yeah. I'm going to Iraq. Yes. Yes. And so the beginning of this trip is going to be a little, a little hairy for you for your road trip because uh, I'm not going to be your full on technical support. So we've got to work out kinks on the front end. Yeah, but I'll leave the uh, 29th and I come back the 6th of December. Uh, quick. quick trip. Yep. Going to do some humanitarian aid and going to meet with some government officials up in uh, yeah. north of Iraq. And so uh, appreciate your you know, prayers. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, uh, you know, we, we've obviously referenced your, your father quite a bit in the last few, um, last couple of months. But, um, uh, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, your dad was very, very close friends with the, uh, president of, uh, uh, the Kurdish, yeah, uh, Kurdish pr- prime minister and president and, um, yeah. some of their cabinet members. Yeah. He, he had struck up a really close relationship and, um, they had sent personal condolences through the state department after my father passed. And so we wanted to just, um, uh, extend uh, a warm greeting and thanks for their well wishes and then for us to re- kind of establish our own relationship with them. Um, and uh, it helps that I'm the eldest son uh, in the Middle East. That's a big deal. And uh, I, I bear his last name. That's a big deal. So yeah, going to go and just, uh, yeah, just, just have a good, a good time and, and, um, yeah, talking about my you dad. Intend, you intend, yeah, you intend on um, keeping some of your dad's work going, particularly. Yeah, we're we're going to keep work going in Kurdistan, yeah. Yeah, specifically. Uh, he really sensed that that's, that was a huge linchpin in the Middle East. And uh-huh. so he wants to, yeah, he wanted that we were actively engaged in that, and then he passed. So we're going to be doing water filtration projects in villages that have really poor uh, water, you know, lack of clean available water. So we're going to be taking some yeah. mobile water filtration units and we'll keep doing that as, uh, as we're able. So Very anyway, cool. that's Very where cool. I'll be. I'll be back on the sixth, the morning of the seventh, I'll be jet lagged, which is a Monday, right? but I'll be, I'll be probably back on. Yeah. But your message message box from me will be full. <laughs> Scott help. Where are you? It's true. <laughs> so, uh, it's true. Are yeah. you able to, are you able to get a text in uh, Kurdistan? Of course. <laughs> of course, I'll send you the bill. Or no, I'll just bill all of our TPC followers. Uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There yeah, yeah. I can text. I can take. Actually, I have T-Mobile, and I can I can actually get calls in pretty much any country. Oh, uh, that's cool. It's pretty reasonable. So, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. So the, trip. The, the, so the we will, we'll we'll be communicating as all of that is solidified, right? Um, yeah. In the in the areas that are uh, meeting safe. And, uh, and then secretly over Facebook messenger on those areas that are, aren't so safe. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Right. So just be aware, look out for that guys and uh, be aware that that is coming in the next two week and a half week, week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to extend this road trip out. Um, I, I don't, I don't even foresee me being back before Christmas. I, I think I have a couple of, um, friendly locales that I may uh, choose between. Linger. To might linger a little bit. Christmas. Yeah. While I'm on the road. And then um, uh, right after the first of the year, I'm going to regroup. And then, uh, cause we're getting a lot of requests for particularly up in the Northeast. So um, I don't know if that's your landscaper or my landscaper, but I hear, I hear uh, lawn equipment outside. It's coming through my ears anyway. It's, uh, so. it's, it's, my, it's the neighbors across the street. I oh, it's your, it's your neighbors. Okay. Yeah. We, anyway, we can so, buy all the nice equipment that we can get, but we, we don't have a fully padded soundproofed room. Sorry guys. <laughs> so we have, um, uh, yeah, as I said, I, I'll need to re- regroup for a little bit and then, um, we're going to head up to the Northeast part of the country, getting a lot of requests all the way from, you know, Maine, New Hampshire, DC, Baltimore, uh, uh, but you know, a lot of requests in Pennsylvania. So, uh, New York, upper New York. Um, and so, uh, definitely intend on going that way shortly after the first of the year. 
And then if all, if these two trips go well and, and we're getting the response uh, that, that it looks like we're going to get, then there's just absolutely no reason for us not to, um, you know, turn our uh, focus on the West part of yeah. the country, West part of the country and, you know, hit it. You know That's me, awesome. I like the road. Oh, I know. Windshield therapy, man. Yeah. Windshield Look. therapy and living out of a suitcase. It's uh, it's, it's my favorite way to live. Always has been. I love it, actually. I yeah. love it. <laughs> it's not for everyone. Well, all right. Oh. So that's the, that's the road trip summed up. That's the latest, greatest. And uh, we'll be keeping in touch with you guys and letting you know as the details get firmed up. But let's go. Let's start talking about a post that you did uh, yesterday on mm -hmm. Giuliani press conference that came out about the election. Let's talk yeah. about that. Let's talk um, about that. Yeah. It, Sydney Powell had promised that she was going to unleash the Kraken. And, um, I, you know, I, I saw the tips of a couple of tentacles yesterday, probably in the, in the press conference. Um, I, uh, I did in fact watch every minute of it, you know, it was basically, it was roughly 90 minutes. And I do wish that every American would take 90 minutes of their, you know, their, um, Netflix, uh, binging, a time and switch over to something that might, you know, inform them. And, and, and you know, Scott, I, I, we, we deal with this all the time on social media. Uh, first of all, I'm very engaged, as you know that. I, I mean, I, I, re, I do my best until, until it just gets out of hand and the numbers get too high. I read everybody's posts. I read everybody's comments. I will engage with people that uh, disagree with me. But the one thing that makes me, you know, or, you know, gets, gets my dander up are people that go into full on, um, uh, assault against a post or a comment or something. And you know, they didn't read it and you know that they didn't, um, uh, watch the video. Right. There, were, there were just dozens of yeah. very, very highly critical comments against that press conference. And just by virtue of what they said in their comments, you know, they didn't watch a minute of it. They couldn't have yeah. um, because there was a lot of content. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of content, a lot of material. There was a tremendous amount of uh, data um, covered and they you know, they can't present the evidence in that press conference in the manner in which they intend on presenting in court. And they're still accumulating all of the affidavits. They're still accumulating the, uh, the testimonies. Uh, they're still putting together the, you know, the witnesses that are going to be willing to testify. I mean, look, e even, even, uh, Trump's legal team has been under assault because, uh, the, these people are being threatened with the, with the cancel culture, their careers being canceled. Uh, they're, they're being ostracized from their own law firms. And, and, um, and, you know, as they say, you'll never work in this town again. Uh, they're going up against that. And so they've had a very, very difficult time keeping the legal team together. But as you saw, I mean, uh, pal, she's, she's bulldog. And I say that with all due respect. All due uh, respect. Yes. I, I don't want to be on the other end of a, um, you know, uh, an argument with her in any way, shape or form. She's believable. She's credible. Uh, she's got the track record and, um, she's got the, you know, un unassailable, uh, integrity in her background. And, you know, and she, look, if you watch that press conference, she believes what she's saying. This is, you know, she doesn't, she's not making this up as she goes along. She genuinely believes what she's saying. And what she's saying is some pretty big things. Big yeah, I want to, I want to read a quote that you, that you had, um, that you posted. All right. Said, I actually edited out some of my intended comments, but when Powell came, excuse me, when Powell called this our generation's 1775 moment, my arm hair stood on end. If they have this evidence, she's exactly right. If they have it and they lose, it truly is 1775. And all that comes with that. Yeah. Um, if they present this evidence and the 72 million people that we know voted for Trump and then the other six to 10 million who, whose votes were canceled, <laughs> that they're claiming uh, additionally voted for Trump and that software glitches somehow changed those votes or that there was actual programs to do that. Then we're up into the 80 million 
Americans that are not going to accept this. And we may literally be in a 1775 moment at that point. Uh, we're we're going to have to choose. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's all too eerie that with our background and the places that we've traveled to and the, uh, the ideology that we've been exposed to on the ground in other parts of the world, it's eerie to see what's happening right now, what could potentially be happening. Um, yeah, yeah. Because there's so much that cancel culture is just nothing but an extension of Marxist thought. Um, yeah. And to see it rampant from AOC, from uh, just all over the spectrum, it, it's, it's disappointing. And to see that there, there may have been, there may have been, we haven't seen all the evidence yet. I've seen some evidence. I've seen some tentacles, um, you know, to the Kraken, but I think, I think right. there's, I think there's smoke. I do. And I think right, right. there is a fire. I don't know how big the fire is. And um, I'm anxious to see what, what is there because you can't tell me that a guy that's stuck in his mom's basement for the better part of the last nine months wouldn't go out and do a public event um, somehow garnered the most votes in the history of our Republic in the presidential election. I just can't even fathom that. I'm sorry. That, that just did not happen. Yeah. And they, and they, you know, they're making a, they're making an outright, an outrageous claim. I mean, it's, when I say outrageous, I don't mean that it's a lie. Outrageous can be an outrageous truth as much as an, out, an outrageous um, untruth. But the outrageousness of saying that they believe they have the numbers to prove that Trump didn't just win, but he won in a landslide, both electorally and in the popular vote. And that, that there was that much cancellation going on in the process. And, you know, there's, they obviously presented some anecdotal uh, evidence. They, they waved around a few affidavits and, and uh, talked about the hundreds and possibly, you know, thousands that they have uh, and, and that they're still accumulating. But at the, at the end of the day, and this is where, you know, I, I hit the pause button uh, on myself is that uh, I'm, I'm still not willing to go over into the conspiracy uh, zone. Yeah. Um, there, there are well, there there are conspiracy theories and there are conspiracy realities, and um, they're claiming a conspiracy reality. And this, these are some important people with their own lives, their own careers, their own um, some of them their own freedom, some of their own safety because their they, their legal teams have been receiving death threats, and um, and so they're putting a, a lot on the line to bring this forward and to make these uh, outrageous assertions. So. Um, where I, where I do, in fact, for me, hit the pause button and take more of a wait and see attitude is, uh, this, this, this stuff has got to be so good that the courts are going to look at it and go, um, okay, we'll hear the, cause they don't have to take the case, you know? No, they don't, they don't. And, um, the fact that, I mean, she was Powell, Sydney Powell was, was Michael Flynn's lawyer and she got him off. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, my dad always told me that he, if he has to go to court, he wants a lawyer that's like a junkyard dog. And, uh, yeah. and she's very much like that. And that's high praise. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm going to be stunned if there isn't something significant here. I just, you know, I, I hate that, hey, they're having these press conferences and they're not revealing enough, you know, yeah. and it's frustrating. Anyway, keep talking about you. You, you want to keep talking? You want to? Uh, read well, comments. What What are you wanting to do? No, I'm, I mean, I just I, I just want to go back to the you know to the to the 1775 comment that uh, Powell made, and when she said that this was you know our generation's 1775 moment that 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 was that was a a, a frightening thing for me, and that's why I said my you know my arm hair stood up when she said that, because to be perfectly honest, there's going to be 70 million pissed off people, whichever direction this goes. And we already know the way one side behaves when oh. they get pissed off. Yeah. Just look at that. The, the yeah. million MAGA March, right, all, right, right. All of that footage of people just getting just pummeled. Yeah, no, we, we know, we know how they behave. Um, and they don't wait for evidence. They don't wait for, um, the, uh, circumstances to be known. They don't wait for, 
unedited videos to be shown <laughs> so that you can see what happened in full context. They don't wait. They assume that they've been wronged and we know what they do when they hit the streets. If, if this thing is overturned, man, they're not going to care. They're not going to care what the evidence is. They're not going to look at it. They're not going to sit down and, and uh, examine. I, you know, I, I, would, I would go so far as to say this, uh, Scott. If the Supreme Court took this and it made it, made it to the court and it was up to them to rule that this um, level of fraud happened, uh, if they ruled 9-0 and the liberal justices sided with the conservative side, there's going to be 70 something million people pissed off. who are not going to believe it. They're going to believe that it was stolen from them. And we know that a percentage of them are going to take, take it to the streets. And we know what they do when they hit the streets. Uh, you know, it's, it's crash and burn time for them, loot and burn. And on the other hand, if the courts decide not to take this, they feel like there's just not enough there there for them to spend their time on it or to put the nation through uh, this process, then, um, then we've got, you know, we've got the other half of the country that's going to be pissed off. And we know that they're not going to take it to the streets because they respect private property. They respect businesses. They respect the economy. Uh, they're going to get up, the next morning, they're going to go to work. They're going to go to their jobs. They're going to be, they're going to seethe. They're going to be angry, and um, and then they're going to come home, and they're not going to go downtown in, in any major city and riot and smash windows and loot. You right. know, you're right. The, do the Dollar Tree or you know Saks Fifth Avenue. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. But what but what what is going to happen is it's going to unleash a an underground I think underground movement. Um, that will begin building just as it was in 1775. And, and it, it, it just very well may be our moment um, to look at putting together the revolution. Mm. The second one. Indeed. There's a, there's a, there's a comment from Mark Drury on your post. It's, it's quite long. It's actually really good. And then he closes it out by saying it may be time to pop the corn and settle in for a show. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was, that's a great, Great line. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is I have no, I have no intention of popping the corn and settling in for the show. I intend on being on the show. Um, you know, I, it's just, it's just the way I, I have, I, I feel like that, you know, um, my, I hate to say it this way, but I feel like that my, my life, my background, even 2020 itself has prepared me for this moment. And I don't, uh, I don't want to get any, you know, deeper or, you know, uh, professorial, uh, you know, in, with regards to that, it's just that as, you know, the decision that we announced here, you know, a week or so that, that I'm going full time into TPC, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, leaving music. I'm not going to walk away from music, but uh, when I wake up every morning and this is first, first thing, it's what I've been working on 12 hours a day for the last, um, you know, couple of weeks. And, um, you know, if, if something happens musically, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm just not pursuing it right now uh, because I don't know when, first of all, that, you know, our governors are going to, to allow us to um, have that industry back again. Yeah. Uh, so I'm redeeming the time and, and throwing myself into this. And if that means that I'm going to be in, in that show, uh, well, so be it. Depending on what kind of show it is, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what kind of show it's going to be, but I intend on being in the middle of it. Is that Whatever. a turd hitting the fan right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on that post before we jump to the? Uh, no, no, no. I think we're. I think we uh, got that covered. Yeah. Okay. So then, then this morning at the at the crack of dawn, you you cranked out a nice one on the on the Danish study that came up yesterday. Yeah, uh, the crack of sanity. Actually, it was about four o'clock this morning. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about yeah. what the Danes have uncovered. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get, I'm sure it's true of a lot of our, our followers. I, my inbox on my, my email box just alone, I'm, I subscribe to so many different news services and, uh, and aggregators of news services. And um, so I get these a multitude of emails that aggregate tons of headlines. And so as I'm scrolling through one of those, 
this morning, boom, I saw this Danish study. Now I had already seen it actually when it came out a couple of days ago and I'd right. seen other, I'd seen other mainstream, um, uh, news, uh, papers, uh, news services that had, um, mentioned this Danish study. And I didn't really feel like getting into it because of what we talked about earlier uh, at the beginning of this podcast was that um, we're in double secret pro probation with, you know, Facebook right now. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're on, we're on two strikes and, and in all my, you know, all my bot talk yesterday with their AI um, mind, I never got them to remove those two strikes. And so um, uh, we're, on the verge of being, you know, either, um, silenced and for, you know, whether it's a 30 day, uh, penalty, Facebook jail penalty penalty or them kicking us off, but we're on the verge right now. So I just didn't, you know, I didn't want to go out there and, um, you know, stick a needle in their eye at, at the moment when I read this study, cause you know, we know how they feel about it. It doesn't matter. It, I, I, you, you can post something from the WHO if it, if it's counter to, you know, Facebook's fact-checking narrative, they will penalize you. You'll get slapped with a, a false news thing, and you're quoting the effing WHO or CDC. I can go in and I can screenshot it and get a warning. I go screenshot straight from their website, link to it, and get a warning from them. It depends and on so, what side of science you are on. Well, that's exactly right. It depends on which science you decide to believe. Yeah. Uh, the bureaucratic science or the real science is what, is what it boils down to. And so I, you know, at four o'clock in the morning, I just didn't care. <laughs> you know, and I said, screw it. So I just, I fired off a semi-humorous screed. If you haven't seen it yet, please go uh, read it. But um, uh, the bottom line is, is that it's been the largest um, study uh, thus far dealing specifically with the um, uh, COVID-19 virus itself, not, you know, it's not on dealing with other flu uh, viruses or other types of, uh, you know, bacterial uh, viruses and in terms of mask efficacy. So this one is the first one of its kind. It's the largest of its kind. And essentially what they came to the conclusion of was this. It's very, very simple. If you're wearing it, the mask to protect yourself, you're wasting your time. It's offering you no protection. On the other hand, it, you know, if you're spewing snot and globules because you got a cold, the COVID, the flu, or whatever, if you're hacking, you know, shit up, then wear the mask for everybody else's um, uh, benefit. Now, what this study did not get into, but then, you know, this dovetails into other studies where they said, well, you know, we should all wear the mask for everybody else's benefit anyway. But there are just an unbelievable amount of contradictory evidence out there saying that, look, if you're, if you're asymptomatic and you're carrying the virus, you're not spreading it. They can't pr even prove that children in school and they and they are they are running these numbers like crazy epidemiologists the world over are running these numbers now that schools back open and they can't get elementary children that have the disease to spread the disease they're not taking it home yeah, didn't, not, didn't the cdc just say that the safest place kids can be right now is in school yeah yeah well the, uh, the who reiterated again and said we we can't do we we, we do not accept lockdown policies anymore we're doing more, they, they have said, we're doing more damage medically and otherwise to society through lockdowns than we are gaining advantage by running scared and hiding from this virus. This virus is going to spread. There's nothing you can do about it. And, and the bottom line is, is that we have been at somewhere between, you know, 85 and 90% compliant our, you know, our, to the, to the mask of servitude in these hot spots that are, that are, welling up all over the country again right now and wearing the mask is not stopping it. They're still having surges right now. And you know, um, it's, it just boggles the mind that common sense can't prevail. You don't need, you don't need a, a medical degree or a, um, you know, uh, a master's in, you know, higher math or, or 
it's it's not it's not necessary. Common sense tells us that after months of being compliant to this mask thing, we're now seeing the surge. We're seeing the seasonal surge. It's not kicking it back. So, of course, what government is going to do is they're going to um, take it to the other extreme. And now they're saying that we can't have our holidays. We can't have our, our extended family over. Uh, we can't uh, meet with anybody but our, you know, um, uh, current, you know, if, if you don't live together already, you can't have, you know, Thanksgiving together. And then, you know, some moron in Pennsylvania saying that, uh, that ordering that you have to wear masks, even when you're in your own home over the holidays, which is crazy. How asinine is that? I just saw, I saw a post yesterday uh, on the New York post, an article about a church here in my town, victory church, uh, Billy Joe Doherty. I used to go there as a kid and uh, they're having, they've announced the the, the church is a 13,000 member church. They're having a Friendsgiving, and they're asking all of their parishioners to invite a friend to come and have Thanksgiving, uh, either in their parking lot or whatever, to or in their church. I don't know what they're doing. But you don't know if they're doing it inside or out. Yeah, I don't know, but they're they're welcome. And so they're oh, it's against all restrictions. It's against all this stuff. And like, well, the spirit of Thanksgiving is people coming together and being grateful and thankful, and they're just trying to reach out and give people food and celebrate the fact that we can freely assemble and, you know, somewhat. <laughs> and, and you know what, and you know what, if, if, uh, if, if you're uh, a, a, an at risk person and you're vulnerable because of uh, your own, you know, circumstances and your own health conditions, or you have someone back home in your immediate family who is vulnerable, don't go, just don't go. <laughs> you know? That's your choice and, to, yeah, to go yeah. or not to go. It's your choice. Right. Don't don't endanger yourself or other people if you think you're in that category. But if uh, if if you've if you've looked at the science and you've looked at the actual data, and uh, you're someone like myself, that even at my age, uh, you know, I'm I'm in the 99.95 percentile of um, survive you know survival rate at my age. You know, and I'm ancient, and so I, I don't I don't care. I don't care. I'm, I'm going out. I'm, I'm going on the road for a month. I'm going to travel and come out and see anybody that wants to come out and talk to me. Uh, that's what we're going to do. Um, so it's, it's mask or no mask. That's, that's up to you. Do what you need to do. Um, if we get some venues along the way that require me to, you know, wear that mask for 15 feet until I get to the table, I'll comply to that. And then, then we'll have our meetings. Um, but, uh, uh, that's the, total extent of my compliance when it comes to mask wearing. Oh, sheesh, don't get me started. I'm, I'm wearing my, uh, I'm wearing my mask. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need to, uh, we need to pull out those shirts. <laughs> yeah. Everybody go, go get one of our shirts. I, you know, the, the, what, what, what does it say exactly? I've, I've already forgotten. Um, uh, don't. Sorry. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Sorry, but it's a felony. Right. To wear a mask and to carry a gun. Right, right. It's basically the sentiment is, is sorry, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I'm not wearing a mask, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a felony. I'm, yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm carrying. And that's not true in every state. And in some states where that was true, they've rescinded that or, you know, temporarily um, due to the um, uh, coronavirus mask uh, mandates. But that's really not the issue of the T-shirt. The issue of the shirt is that it does make people turn their heads and you know, it's, it's edgy. Let's just say that. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. My wife doesn't like to ruffle. She likes cool, smooth waters. You know, Steve, she's just calm. And, and uh, me, I like the jolt. And so uh, yeah, I'll wear it out. And she's like, you cannot wear that out in public. We have a, we have a mutual friend uh, that uh, in Nashville that when I showed up to his house uh, here a few weeks ago, wearing that shirt, he went, he looked at me and he went, Ooh, that's spicy. And, uh, and, and he's the kind of guy that won't wear it in public, but his wife, she was like, Oh, I got to have one of those. And so, you know, really? Oh yeah. Heck yeah. So I went out to the car and got her one and brought it back in. And, and, uh, so, yeah, she probably, wears it. that's great. She wears it everywhere. Uh, but that, but that's the point of the shirt is to wear it everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what else, anything else that, uh, that we want to, add to this um no i you know uh, just um just to kind of wrap this up uh, personally uh, tonight i'm playing my last show of the year um 
In fact, I'm wearing my captain hat right now because um, I'm doing my, my yacht rock band tonight, which is uh, called Captain and the Keels, and I am the captain. Love and, that. Uh, so we'll be doing, you know, all the smooth rock favorites from 1975 to 1985. So you're going to be hearing a lot of uh, Steely Dan, Toto, uh, Christopher Cross, uh, nice. stuff like that. And, nice. and so, yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be fun. We're, we're going to be playing at a uh, distillery in uh, Weldon, North Carolina. I probably shouldn't have outed them either, but I think they're I think their sheriff is cool, so they're not having any problems there. They're 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 not listening to the governor. Edit right that now. out if you need to. <laughs> well, no, you don't. Have, you probably won't have this posted before. You know, maybe uh, not. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll be up. But anyway, I'm not worried about it. But we're we're gonna um, you know enjoy. It's it's it's. We, we had a rehearsal with the band uh, Wednesday night and, uh, and it, it, it was just weird, man. Uh, to be honest with you, knowing that I was rehearsing for my last gig of the year, which of course uh, here we are going into the holiday season, particularly into December. That's hurt for me for the last 20 years. That, that's my biggest money-making month of the year and it's gone. I mean, it doesn't even exist. There's not even, there, I don't even have any secret, you know, private, uh, uh, opportunities during that that time you're well, not we've done a steve you're not essential yeah yeah well that's exactly right i am a non-essential worker and um and so they've proven it to me uh, by taking my opportunities my career away from me so here we are doing this instead here we go i'm uh there's a uh, comment from one of the followers kevin wall on this recent post that you had he says i'm down to the three b's bible bullets and bourbon <laughs> You know, and, and, and for me and you coming from where we come from, we used to not be able to admit the bourbon part. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You'd have right. to hide it in a coffee cup or, or, or well, mix it with something. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello bourbon, my old friend. We'll see. We do, we do these shows on occasion, um, that, uh, are, you know, they're in, they're in big, you know, big rock clubs and stuff. So they have the, all these warning signs and they send, you know, they send these things out to you in advance that you cannot bring your own liquor into there. Cause you know, the, they have the various liquor laws and sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the bands can't bring their own stuff in. Well, I always bring my own favorite bottle in with me wrapped in a towel in my, in my travel bag. And it's always there. And the reason why I carry it with me is because when I'm on stage and I, especially when I'm doing uh, the David Bowie uh, tribute act, that, real sharp, you know, rye whiskey bite actually helps me go that direction vocally. Oh yeah. It's just, it, 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 it does something to it, your vocal cords. It does. It, it, it absolutely works. It's actually called, there, there's, they, they call it the histamines, not the antihistamines, but the histamines right. in the, in the, the, the bourbon do that. And I get a extra kick of that from the rye for some, for some reason. So I always carry my own with me because not everybody has good stuff, particularly in these, you know, big uh, rock barns. But, um, when I do that, uh, almost always in the green room, they have, um, you know, uh, tea for, you know, for the singers and you know, so they have hot tea. And so I, I'll get a, I'll get a nice, um, uh, uh, tea bag dangling from my cup. You know what I mean? So, so it looks like I've got uh, a hot tea on stage with me and, and there's a tea bag. So it's, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a, a hundred proof rye whiskey is what it is with the tea bag hanging out as <laughs> my diversionary tactic. That, what, uh, what's, what's the whiskey of choice there? Um, uh, I like taking high West. High West. Yeah. I was going to say Yeah, the double yeah. rye high West yeah. double rye. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's my favorite stage brew. <laughs> good. good stuff. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Well, uh, good thoughts, man. It's good. Good today. I've enjoyed this. Yeah. Uh, absolutely thank you and uh we do want to thank everybody else uh for hanging in with us as we're putting uh learning learning how to do this and as we mentioned earlier when we were hearing uh, landscaping um uh, machines that we don't have the the nice uh studio with the isolated sound and you know uh soundproof walls and buffering uh yet uh and we are working towards that well, we got good gear. We just don't have the room to put it in yet, but we are working towards that. Uh, we're working towards many other things. Uh, everybody has seen the expansion that we've made into, um, and, and I'm, and I'm still, I'm still learning. Wait on me. It's okay. I'm slow when it comes to, you know, even social media technology, but we are, um, in addition to Facebook and Twitter and MeWe and Parler, 
uh, YouTube, we are about to pull the trigger on our um, crowdfunding platform. Uh, have we have you already made back yet. What's that? No, I haven't heard back yet, but we have submitted the application and uh, we're just waiting for approval on that. And we'll let you know where that's going to be. Um, it's not Patreon, but it's a Patreon like place, but it's a Patreon like place friendly to our type of, uh, you know, thought patterns and speech, right. uh, free speech being uh, the, the key word. But that is um, soon to be revealed. And I will be. Um, uh, on the road here in a week from today and headed out to see a whole bunch of people out there. I can't wait to see and meet so many of the the names and uh, faces that uh, are see the faces and that have been a part of my life for many of you for you know years, uh, mm. uh, particularly on Facebook. So mm. uh, it's, it's exciting. Sounds good. And uh, when you're coming up from Dallas, you got to go to Tulsa first and come stay with me so that we could go down to Oklahoma city to see my people down there as well. Right. I can't have you go in there without me because I'll get all sorts of shade thrown at me. And with this, uh, with this Kansas city offer, I, I might just drive my own car up there and mm. come with you there. Because, uh, That'd be good. Yeah. I know, I know a couple of great cigar bars, uh, in, uh, in KC and uh, a couple of really nice ones. And I, uh, plan on, uh, t- availing myself of both while I'm there. Sounds lovely, man. Sounds lovely. Yeah. Well, hey, again, thank you for all the support, um, financial and um, positive comments everywhere. We're really grateful. Uh, thank you for supporting our thought, um, our thoughts on liberty. And um, uh, we appreciate everything. Looking forward to the road trip coming up. And uh, yeah. All the links are below. Yep. Yep. Appreciate yeah. everything, guys. All right. Take you, can, care. You, can, you can buy me a tank of gas if you're out there. Support us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Take care.